Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Must Listen To podcast of your weekend. If you're in the TTRPG sphere, or if you just happen to stumble <laughs> across us, it's fine. Welcome to Two Kobolds in a Trench Coat. We've been called many other names by many other people, but we are, yeah, don't, it, it's becoming a, a thing in itself, but we are forevermore the Two Kobolds in a Trench Coat for all eternity. Um, and this week, we are talking about how you prepare for a session. And this will include, like we said before we recorded, a little bit of superstition, see what people do before they um, get ready for their session, if they just not, like we discussed, turn up cold and go in dry. Cold and dry. <laughs> and go in from um, there. Mm. So, oh, yeah, so let's get into it. Let's get stuck in. Yeah. So, okay, what I will say is this is specifically from the point of a player because obviously dms are going to have their whole other thing and the way that i prepare for playing is completely different from the way that i prepare to dm so that that's that's a whole different thing dms i'm sorry we will get to you we'll, we'll show you some love i promise but at some point <laughs> right i'm now. always i'm always <laughs> loving my dms maybe yes. i'm practicing self-love okay <laughs> i have to love the dms yeah. um, whatever gets you whatever, through the night <laughs> yeah whatever yeah. gets me through the psychotic episodes that are my sessions yeah. or the burnout um, <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever works. Yeah. um so what we're talking about is basically those little things that you do before you sit down to play your game so what gets you into the mindset of the game what gets you into your character's mindset do you have little things that you just have to do it's it's a bit like you know sometimes actually I don't, I don't know how many of you are football fans and by football our American listeners I mean soccer the actual game yep. where you kick a ball with your foot soccer uh, yeah uh, that one uh, mm-hmm. In the Premier League, Liverpool have this big sign above the uh, entrance into going onto the pitch. The players will all reach up and they will tap the sign. It's a good luck thing. It's it's meant to bring fortune. Mm-hmm. I can't say whether or not it actually works. It, it's, it's a bit up and down, just going to say. Who knows? You know? Yeah. But... It's that kind of thing. Those little things you do before a session to just get yourself in the mood, get yourself in the spirit, you know, pumped up. In the zone. And and is there any difference between a chill session where you know you're not going to be in combat, so, like, you know, you're just going to be shopping or whatever, and a combat where you – and a session where you know you're going to have an epic combat? Is there any difference? So I think that's kind of – where I'm going to be firing. I don't know about you, but that's my direction. Yeah, no, exactly. That, that's precisely it. Like little things um, like I will make sure I've got all my dice set up and then, you know, the dice I want to use in the order I want to, you know, like like one week I'll favour one set and the next week I'll change it up and favour another set. Um, pre-roll them. I'll get like two D20s, roll them and be like, right, that one's rolling well. I'll keep that one for now. That sort of thing, um, you know, just it's, just to see what works, what's 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 firing at that time. Um, snacks, have some snacks nearby. I know sometimes there's a big discussion in the discords I've seen recently about food at tables and things. I'm always, you know, like to have a little snack nearby because 
you know, you're going through a three-hour session or more. You've got to keep yourself going. I can't be without a snack. Anybody that has watched exactly. Homebrew Havoc knows I'm always yeah. eating. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not suggesting. Yeah, I'm not suggesting to come <laughs> with a full them. roast dinner. No, no. But I'm talking. Yeah, you know, snacks is fine. Just give you know, me a snack. That sort of thing. Give me some. Yeah, give me um, some crispies or some little chockies, and I will just nibble yeah. away. I need that. I can't. It's it's like an anxious thing as well. I find that I tend to nibble yeah. more when I'm getting a bit anxious. I shouldn't really. Yeah. It's bad for you. Stress eating. That's what it is. Yeah, exactly. But, um, I'm always going. For, I always put okay. a packet of uh, it's peanut M and M's. not every session, crispy, but every, crispy sometimes. ones, crispy M and M's. Yeah, because I, I, like, I, I like the them. crunchy biscuit. So yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's just so that's the sort mm. of thing I do for a session. Um, Get the oh. dice ready, get snacks ready, get make sure I've got a drink, water, bottles full up and all that sort of stuff. Nice. Um, and I think it's it's just basically making sure my station is all at hand. Like I've got everything set up on my screen that I need to. I've got everything on my other screen that I need to. And I sometimes I'm like playing around with other things. Because sometimes, you, like we discussed in previous episodes, while you're in a session, sometimes you could be a bit like fidgeting and you're, you know, messing about with different things just to like concentration wise or if you're a bit sort of, um what's the word it's more of a like nervous ticky type thing if you've got that yeah. where you've like, got play with stuff and just so you need to keep yourself distracted while you're trying to listen for however long you're playing yeah. it's it's like i have i have an adorable little mimic mm-hmm. that he's a squeezy mimic and he just he sits on like my desk ball. now, like a little stress yeah. ball. He sits on my desk now, and I squeeze my mimic <laughs> all through the session. I'm just sat there. This poor mimic has been turned from a little blue chest with teeth into a, a crushed up ball of God knows what on so many occasions. This poor thing. I feel so yeah. sorry for my adorable mimic. But Hashtag squeeze your mimic. <laughs> hashtag squeeze your mimic, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Precisely. <laughs> I mean, do you also have like, do you try and get yourself into like a mindset as well? Or are you trying to like, okay, go back to prepare yourself for the session? Are you going into like what happened last session? Try and remember what happened, where your character would be and all that sort of thing. So for most of my sessions, I will read back through my notes of last session. I always Mm -hmm. have a notepad. I, I can't play without a notepad on my desk. Now, the only exception to that is actually Homebrew Havoc because it's recorded. So I actually just go back and sort of skim through the bits yeah. of the session that I recall were very important. So I'll just be like, oh, mm-hmm. listen to that. Um, so I don't need to take as many notes, but I still have a notepad anyway. I can't be without it. I, I can't. I can't play without a note-taking implement near me. Do you know what? I need to. It's my thing. Big, big reveal. I never take notes. <gasps> dun, dun, never. Dun. Never. And that is because I get distracted <laughs> taking notes. Taking the notes. I'm not, and I can't, and I just, I'm like, I'm not listening at all. I'm like, my mind's like, I'm like taking notes again, trying to remember what's happened. And then next minute I'm like, oh, it's my go. Or I'm oh, like, sh- oh, shoot. You know, Was that? Yeah. See. Was I... that me? Is it me? Is it my go? Yeah. So oh, I was kind of like, <laughs> oh, whatever. I'll remember. Um, It'll be fine. No, I have, I don't think you can see it from there. Um, mm. No, but behind me, there's a small table and underneath it, it's got a shelf. And that is just a row of all my notebooks from my various, um, various games. 
Oh yes. Um. Yeah, I I I love to take notes. And Homebrew Havoc is the only one that I've stopped doing that for, and that is only because we've got the audio, mm-hmm. and I don't feel I need it because it's right there. It's shared. I don't have to go back and you know yeah. have everything written down. But that doesn't. It that really doesn't stop me from writing all my own notes. So my little notepad. There's all kinds of things on here, like jotted numbers. I've got, apparently, there's a note here that says flea treatment, but I'm not quite sure what that's for. Um, that could be anything. That Any could be previous anything. Game I, I'm before. pretty sure that's a reminder for me to check Hawthorne. Um, it could possibly be. He might be due his his next um, advocate Yeah. sometime soon. Um, when he's worming as well. He's been temperamental, he probably, so that might be He probably, probably does. He's, he's hangry all the time now. <laughs> he needs, needs a worming. Yeah. He's got himself well, no, an epic I mean, tapeworm. <laughs> if you, yeah, if you've listened to the last episode of Homebrew Havoc, I hope you have. If you haven't, go check out the Ampersand D20 Twitch channel and watch the VOD. Hawthorne's probably going to be in a better mood these days. We'll see. Yeah, he's, he's had his tapeworm removed, forcibly. Yep. <laughs> forcibly. I don't know. Well, ew. But, uh, had some yeah. sort of parasite removed. But anyway, uh, well, digress. Is, was, its, <laughs> was its name River? Um, yeah, precisely. <laughs> um, so there's there's that. I always have to make sure I have a notepad and at least one pen. You can guarantee mm-hmm. I've got like 12 pens on my desk. I can't help it. I yeah. have lots of different colours, different types. I have pencils, lots and lots of implements. And then it depends entirely on the game and the character, how I set up. Each character has its own thing that I do to get into. So when I was playing my wizard, we had an entire, well, I had an entire musical playlist that I would get Uh that I would listen to and I would listen to maybe seven or eight songs from that and that would be sort of like me getting into character I would start trying to think of how she would feel and all sorts of things like that um and then if I'm rolling physical dice I choose which dice I don't have a particular method for that I just sort of stick my hand in the bag and then grab whichever whichever little baggy feels right. I don't know. This is like an instinct thing. I just sort of go in. Yeah, that one's calling me today. I've no idea what's in it. We'll have a look. Oh, well, that feels like those. a good one. Yeah. That, this is a good bag today. And, um, and then I have, I have to put them in my little rolling tray, but I have to line them up. They all have to be lined up in uniform and, you know, in a specific order. Because <laughs> yeah. it's an OCD thing. I have to stay like that. Because then I know where they are, and if I need like three d sixes, I can just grab them all at once and roll them. And, yeah, and you yeah. you're straight into it then, aren't you? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's cool. But I think only recently I've started to listen to music, like you just said. I say I've only just recently started to do that before a session because it's just like you know, get a bit of a good energy going and all that sort of thing. Oh. <clears throat> Like well, like I said, it it varies from different for different characters as well. Like with with Kiva, mm-hmm. I don't listen to as much music as I do sound effects. 
So I'll listen to, I'll actually turn on Tailspire just oh, okay. to listen to the sound of the, like they've got this track, which is just ambient sounds, like ambient forest sounds. And I'll, yeah. I'll listen to that. And it's like, oh, trees. I like trees. Oh, listen to the birds. Listen to all the pretty birds and the trees mm-hmm. and wind blowing. And I feel like a tree now. And so I do that. But yeah. again, I, I always make sure I've got my my sheet up on one screen and everything else on the other. But it does vary from character to character what I do. I wouldn't listen yeah, to bird song as a barbarian. I'd probably well, listen to heavy metal. In, in, <laughs> in touch with their nature side. Yeah, well, I thought Kiva would be lots of like Enya and Clanad and that sort of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> she actually has she a very, I'll be honest, she actually has a very similar song set to uh, to my wizard, Marilee, but that's only because um, they're linked through the novel I'm writing. So they're all that right. character and Kiva's character are actually from the same novel series. So um makes sense. It makes sense. Um but there's there's a few characters that I've got that completely different. Like my tiefling, she was a very mumsy type of figure. Um right. So when I was playing her, I like to imagine what it would be like, um, how how I would react to a situation as a mother. I would try to sort of think about my own mum and how she reacted in certain situations, um, like the time yeah. I fell off a wall and nearly... Um, uh, nearly cracked my head open. I I fell. Oof. I slipped, fell off the top of a wall, and into a prickle bush. Um, Ow! I keeled over laughing. My sister keeled over laughing. My dad keeled over laughing. Everybody keeled over laughing except my mum, who panicked and thought that I'd broken my head or something. I was going to say, um, yeah. So your mum was petrified. <laughs> my mum was like, oh, oh my god! And I'm like, no, that was good. And then they're laughing, cackling, and laughing away. And she's like, how can you laugh at this? You might have been badly hurt. And like, well, I'm not, so it's fine. I'm fine. Don't worry. I'm fine. Look, yeah. I really got prickles in my body. But look, it's like, mum, look, prickle butt. Ha. Mm-hmm. And she thought I was clearly cuckoo, but never mind. That's kind of normal for me. But, <laughs> yeah, it's it just depending on the character, it, it's, it varies a lot. But as you said, snacks, big thing, need snacks. Mm. Notebook, got to have my notebook okay. there. And I always try and make sure I'm sat. Yeah at my desk like 10 minutes before, even if I don't join the group chat until like five minutes before, I always try and sit down at the desk and sort of get in the zone, do the thing. Prepare yourself. Yeah. Do you like have like a a process if you were to get into the character or are you just like, I'm Kiva today or I'm whoever else today? Um, Depends on the day. Some days it's easy. Some mm-hmm. days I'll just be like, okay, then now, let's just see how it goes. We're just going to do this. We're okay. We're fine. We're fine. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's all, it's easy. Yeah. It's very easy. 
But some days you come home from work and you're just like, screw the world. I hate you all. I hate everything. Burn it down. Uh, that's very yeah. anti-Cuba, I mean, isn't it? Where... <laughs> that's not Cuba at all. Well, this um... is the, uh, you say that, but this is where I've got into the zone as Hawthorne and his most surliest and most grumpiest is when I've had a bad week on the world. Island. <laughs> Burn the And yeah. I've got a tapeworm, god damn it. <laughs> yeah. Or if... Or if I'm kind of, if he's acting a bit silly, that's basically because I'm just like in that mood, in that silly mood. And if he comes out with some weird, like, it's just because I'm in that kind of frame of mind. So that's sometimes how I prepare. It reflects in the character. It's the mood set I'm in. Depending on the character, because I can get away with it, Hawthorne, because he has been known to be quite sort of um, abrupt and that so yeah um so yeah so that's kind of where i go sometimes if i've had like a a long week and he can be a a bit that's how you uh, i think that's how i get that energy out is just to be grumpy badger for for, like three hours (laughs) and then be like ah that's good i've been surly i've been sort of snarky to some npcs and i'm fine with it I've been snarky to good. some NPCs and I've been mean to my in-game bestie. You know, I feel yeah. great now. Um, yeah. Some uh, some days when you just you've had a bad day at mm-hmm. work, or you've had one of those days where you're just like, I am, I am not good right now. I am just like so annoyed and. Argh. Yeah, I just want to sleep in a corner. Precisely, Those kinds yeah. of days, I kind of I have to chill first. I always have to go and like, I have to take a nap. I have to take yeah. a nap. You know, sleep it off a little bit. Um, I usually make sure that I've had a cup of tea as well, because tea just solves all problems. I'm not even gonna. <laughs> But when you've had a bad day and you're playing a, a, a naive, innocent character like Kiva, if you kind of let it, if you let it trickle over, it kind of impacts the character a little bit. Yeah. So yeah. I have to get myself out of that angry bastard mindset and into Kiva's mindset, and that that's that's a lot harder. That. It's, it almost takes a meditation, you know. You have to sit there and you just have to think. You have to let it go, let it out, find a way to just yeah. sort of get that stuff out before the session. And if I were playing a character like uh, I had a fighter who was a bit of a surly, uh, short, like, not, not. She wasn't short, like height wise. She was actually very tall, height wise. But she was a very short, very abrupt. Oh, um, yeah, abrasive. Sal- she was a little or... bit. She was quite abrasive. Um, in part because her, yeah. um, her social skills weren't great. She was raised as a soldier, so uh, she was like the only girl among. What was it like? She was the only girl among four boys of five. So the so she she was one of five, only girl. Grew up around a lot of rather brusque, very physically violent. So not not like no, not physically the... violent. Not physically violent, but rough and tumble. Lots, you know, 
like lots of rolling around in the dirt, play fighting, fighting with sword, with play swords and things like that. So she grew up in an environment where you don't do your feelings. You don't do feelings. So she was a bit, she was really rough around the edges. So whenever I had a bad day, it didn't matter because Lionel was just like, uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, it's good. It's fuck, a good way kind of thing. Yeah. I, I believe she was just like her favorite, her favorite saying is, well, fuck you then. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't really work for Kiva. So, yeah, if it In was... some occasions it has. There's I been mean, times when Kiva's been a bit on the oh, edge. Well, so I think that, uh, that can be allowed, yeah. I think not. <laughs> you. Hmm. Um, she's been a little bit more... Yeah, but that's that's always happened sort of in the middle of the session. Her, her only main yeah. anger thing is you know, she really wanted... You know what? She's disappointed that she didn't get to punch Hawthorne's dad in the dick. That's <laughs> no. That's, that's the only regret from didn't that get close fight. enough for that. No. Yeah. No. Didn't no. didn't get close enough. That's her only regret from that fight. Enough. She didn't get. Yeah. You know what? She would have gone down into that hole afterwards and just punched him in the dick just to be certain. You know. Just there you go. <laughs> just ah. punch the corpse. <laughs> just just gonna That'll stamp do. on the corpse. Yeah. 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 Why not? Yeah. So, Madness. do you have anything else that you prepare prepared for sessions like? This that more superstitious? Do you have to? Because I have to have my dice on my right hand side. I can't have it on my left. I have, always have it on my right hand side. Uh, so my dice I've always had it. My dice have to be on my left or immediately in front of me. That's okay. because on my desk, my mouse is on my right, and my mm-hmm. drawing tablet is also on my right hand side. So there isn't much room for it. But now it's just sort of spilled over. They're always on my left, even if yeah. I, even though I'm right-handed, I usually roll with my left hand, even though I'm right-handed, which is weird. Ah, for me it's the reverse. I'm left-handed and I roll with my right. There you go. Oh, that's yeah. just weird. So shit. I get, <laughs> that's I know. weird stuff. It's, it's that's, backwards. I'm so. You know what? That's the thing, folks. <laughs> what what handed are you? And what do you roll your dice with? Yeah, I need to know. Tell me. Um, so they're always Answers on my on the left. back of a postcard. Yeah. Yeah. So they're always on my left. Um, there's not much else that I have as, as a superstition really in that sense. So other than, other than the fact that I can't play without a notepad there, mm. I need the notepad. I have a, a mini panic if I don't have a notepad there. And it sounds really stupid because if I'm playing on the computer, I can just type my notes. Yeah. But I need it's that damn notepad. I need yeah. it. It has to be there. I have to have a pen and a notepad. And I don't know if it's that fidget thing, you know, where, you know, drawing. Yeah, quite, what could well thing. be? Yeah. Um, and, of course, I've got my little. The squishy my mimic. mimic. Squishy yeah. mimic, yeah. Because I think some people have like their own special, uh, have their little things that they do before a session, little um, superstitious things. But I think, you know, preparing for a session, as long as I think some people want to have it the right way every time. So they go, well, I had a good session. My setup was like that. So I'm going to keep it like that every single time. 
Um, for some, yeah. I think I think some people it does work. I think it's just like force of habit. I guess. I think so. Um, I don't necessarily need to have everything identical. I just need to have certain objects in certain places. Yeah. So as long as I have those objects in those places, everything else doesn't matter. My desk can be clean or or messy, doesn't matter, as long as those things are in the right place. And yeah. there have been a few times where they have not been in that place and it has really thrown me. I've, you know, I've gone to roll my dice. I'm like, where the, what? Where, where are you? Uh, why are you mm. over there? Get back here. It, it, it's that moment of, oh, you know, when you, you sort of you catch in your chest and you're like, oh, panic. Was panic. No, I, I, come on, I panic over a notepad and pen. So mm. if my dice are the wrong side, I'm definitely going to panic. Um, so does that take you out of the, of the character or the moment or your mindset if that's like wrong? Oh yeah. Do you think like, oh, I just I'm thrown now. I've got to try and yeah, really yeah. get back in. I suppose in a way it's a bit like if you're an actor and you're doing a scene and you forget lines and then you'll happen to get back into the mindset and happen to get back into the role again. I suppose when something like that, like you have everything set up, that can take you out of it and you're like, Oh god, what was I doing? Oh yeah, great, yeah, keeper was doing this. Oh, just gotta remember. Yeah. Um the way that I find it is that if everything isn't as as I need it to be, it makes I, I fumble. Mm-hmm. So I'll be like, I might reach for my dice and they're not there, and I'm like, oh. Yeah. And in that moment, it's that moment of hesitation where you're like, oh crap, what did I do with that? And then all of a sudden what you were doing is not as important as this thing that's gone wrong and you're like oh oh panic and it's just crazy and it can start like a spiral of like oh now what's going on what's happening yeah and then once yeah once it starts sorry i'm just trying to reach my light there we go and then once it starts yeah you have to kind of grab it back really quickly Otherwise, mm. that's it. You're thrown for like 10, 20 minutes and you have to get back into it. And it can just take... Yeah, and that, that's happened to me before. <laughs> yeah, it, go on, it can take. It can, well, it can really take you out of the moment, especially if it's like an intense moment it, or if you're having mm. a really like a one, one-to-one with a, another PC or an NPC and suddenly, oh... I'm I'm out of that moment. Yeah. What's what's happening now? And you get confused and it can take a it can take a bit of time to get back into it, especially if you have this thing of getting into character beforehand. So like you have your ritual to get into character. So like listening to your music. If you can't listen to your music to get back into character, it might impact what you do going forward. So not having those distractions is why I prepare my desk in such a way before the game starts. Yeah. I think the one time that took me out of a session, my headphones, not the, not the ones I'm wearing currently, but my old headphones died 
and I couldn't hear anything and I was scrambling for stuff and it was really getting I was really getting angry and annoyed and by the end of it I was just like but I think I eventually got it to work at that point we were near the end of the session anyway and I was just like oh just fuck it I'll, I give up no I'm such an I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm so angry and in foul mood now like we're near the end of the session. I just want to be out of here now because I feel so embarrassed and irritated. I'm <laughs> done. I am done yeah, with life. I'm done. And I think that's one of those moments. If you have technical issues as well, when you're trying to prepare for your session, that can really put a damper on things. Yeah, that's the yeah. thing. Does, do you test your stuff before the session? Every time. Because yeah. I have to admit, I do not I actually do not. I test my equipment once a month. Ah, I make sure my mic's working and stuff, but I also check for stuff like updates, Windows updates and things like that, because sometimes <laughs> they can pop up. And it's happened to me ages ago when my laptop reset in the middle of a session. I was like, no! <gasps> what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, it did that countdown thing, and I couldn't stop it. And it was like, reset. And I was like, no! <gasps> so then I, I was like, hang on. I have mindset so that it can't do that. Yeah. It's not allowed to do it unless I say, yes, do it now. Oh, I have now, believe me. But back then I was just like, <laughs> Gerald, you're just like really blasé. Yeah. And you're like, whatever. And luckily yeah, it was a stream fine. game. But it was just like, no, what are you doing? Stop. And then it, by that doing? point it was too, it was too so, late. No, I know that I should. I know that I should test my equipment. Hmm. But I just don't. I, I get... I have this thing. I do it once a month. I have a specific, specific, I have a specific way of doing it, and I don't feel I could do that before a session. I think that if you know, if I had to do that before each session, I would just I would go potty. Because that's time that I have to take out of doing other stuff, like getting into the character and rereading my notes. Yeah. So I just don't do it. And I know I should, but I don't. I'm just like, yeah, I don't care. That's fair. Stop it. Yeah. So it's like, should, should folks tell me, should I test my equipment more regularly? Please say no, because I'm not going to, regardless. I think, I think, <laughs> you'll, have a, I think you'll have a probably an even split of, of people saying, actually, I don't bother either. I mean, I only just connect cause to a, like a, a Discord channel that I've got of my own. Just be like, does my mic sound okay? Can I hear myself? Yeah, that's testing fine, no problem. And then that's kind of all I do, just to make sure, it, for some strange reason, my mic has not like died for some strange reason in the middle of the night or it's been tampered with or whatever else has happened, you know, cause sometimes, you know, you don't realize that the cables like got is frayed or cause it's bent a specific way or whatever. So you're like, why is my mic sounding like cutting yeah. out or why is it like short or whatever? So sometimes I just do it like that cause I get paranoid that at some point I'll be talking and we'll start, it won't be working or be like, what What's happened? <laughs> that sort uh, of thing. Oh, it, it's, it's because my cable is hanging ever so slightly to the left instead of two inches to the right. Yeah, much like um, the um, like the phone charger would do, any charges in a certain oh, direction, you know. And yeah. sometimes if you've got Why like, is that? It's like I've, a USB-C. It's the same both ways. Why does yeah. it only work properly? It's like the fast charge. It doesn't... Yep. On, my, on my phone, the fast charge only engages 
the third time that you put it in. Yeah. It's really and, annoying. And that's probably something to do with connections. And that's why sometimes, yeah. like an old mic I have used to do that. If I had to bend the wire, like loop it around my laptop, it would, it was, it was something, something weird was going on. So I had to get rid of it. But it was just like, oh, for God's sake, why is it doing this every single time? <laughs> I think I'm quite lucky in that my, the mic that I use for like, my sessions and for homebrew havoc is mm. completely different to the one that I use for podcasting. Yeah. Because this is the mic I've got for podcasting is a condenser mic and it is it's all set up in a very specific way. And literally you turn it off at the main box and all this all the settings are saved and you shouldn't have to then redo anything to it. And because I'm the only one that uses it, I don't it doesn't need adjusting. Yeah, but the one, the one on my headset is the one that I use for the games and my streams and and anything like that. It's got on it. I know you can see this, but it's got a glowing light on it. You can is see just on muted, there. Yeah, that's to tell me that it's muted. So I actually have a visual reference as to whether the mic is working or not. That's good. That's good to um, have. And it's got an audio as well. Uh, it I mean, goes boop boop. Much like my mic, bright red, it lets me know it's working. Red danger. <laughs> red danger. Like the Cylons are coming for you. <laughs> um, again, perfect. Another another TTRPG, if it's out there, Battlestar Galactica, how good would that be? You know what? I'm pretty sure there is actually a Battlestar Galactica it probably one. Is. So, you it's know, all these ones yeah. that we talk about, reference, and I think to myself, that'd be a pretty cool. You're just on a, you're a fleet of ships, and you just have to survive. Um, that's another sidetrack. Um, but yeah, I think yeah, those sorts of things. There is... Yeah, I thought it would be. Oh, Again, oh pu- guess guess what? Published by Margaret Weiss Productions. Who's that? Is that to do with it? Margaret Weiss. Um, Margaret Weiss um, was uh, one of the writers of. Um... Is that the original? Oh, well, maybe? Uh The um, she wrote. Um, with Tracy Hickman, uh, the um, oh, why can't I remember what they're called now? Um, <laughs> my brain's just gone oh, to sleep. It's like so the the Dragons of Autumn, Twilight. Oh, Dragon and... Wing and Dragons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Amber and, um, and all that sort of stuff. She, based on based hmm. on the D and D game. Uh, cool. She basically she created. She helped write that, but yeah, Margaret Vice Productions. Did yeah. the uh, Battlestar Galactica RPG. There you go. Cylon um, Battlestar yeah. Galactica reference. But yeah, I mean, th- yeah. that's the thing that can really cripple you as well is, uh, or, you know, hobble you, is uh, uh, technical issues, can, if you're not prepared, can, can really ruin a session for you as well. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm quite lucky in, in that if this goes down, I have other options. I can mm. jump onto my phone for discord very quickly yeah um i can always have a backup push there's always a backup yeah if push came to shove i could probably use my laptop my old laptop it's a bit mm-hmm. cack it's not the best thing in the world i definitely need a new one at some point in the future but not right now um but you know it it does what it needs to do albeit very slowly <laughs> so yeah. i do have backups i always make sure that i've got like my phone is always nearby my tablet yeah. is always nearby as well. So I've got 
something when I say tab- to jump on. When yeah. I say tablet in this instance, I'm referring to basically it's like a little Lenovo notebook thing. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They could, they're little, decent, lab- actual decent tablet. tablets. Yeah. Yeah. They're all right. It's not it's it it's not not the best one in the world but you know um, i have a spare mouse in the drawer behind me i have a spare keyboard down at my feet i have a bluetooth keyboard um in the chair behind me so i have quite a lot of spare peripheries just in case something goes wrong i even have a boatload of uh spare headsets and earbuds Plus, there's microphones on both of my cameras, yeah. <laughs> my headset, and my condenser. So I've, I'm, I've got so much. Like, you're set. You're good to go. Extra. Yeah. Yeah. But if it does, if one thing does go down, if something does break, there's, there is that moment of panic, which is mm. why, you know, which is why I should test beforehand. <laughs> Just to be double. But I'm going to reiterate. I don't. I'm no. going to reiterate. I do not do it. I can't be bothered with that crap. I've got um, better things to be doing. <laughs> I do have better things to be doing, yeah. like listening to birdsong and drawing trees. Yeah. Sorry, folks. That's that's just how I get into character well, yeah, <laughs> before a session. If I'm not stuffing my face with pizza beforehand, of course. You hit the last cause... minute pizza splurge. <laughs> I can't. See, I find it really difficult to play on an empty stomach. Oh no, I I definitely can't do that. I I have to make sure that I've either got snacks and food with me, or we're taking a break for me to eat to get or something to eat. Yeah. I've eaten beforehand because I just can't I can't focus when I'm hungry. No, especially if it's like so, a three hour session, you're sort of halfway. You're like, I'm fading. I can't carry. It. I can't get something. I've got to have something to snack on. Dang, bring me cheese. Yeah. I just like I'm, oh, I'm getting lightheaded. Just, just the room's spinning. Just, oh. just, just the block. Bring me the whole block. I don't yeah. care. I'm, I'm seeing like now. spots and stuff. I'm gonna have to, oh. have to step away. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean that, that again. There's another thing to prep for. Like, how long do you think the session? How long do, is the session going to be? If you know it's going to be like a good three hours, four hours long, then just make sure you've got everything you need to get you through it because you don't want to be like I'm yeah. just going to step away and you know, mute your mic and walk off. Because I've seen people do that, which is amazes me. They're like, right, I'm just going to mute my mic and walk away for like five minutes to go do something and then come back. And I'm like, all right. Mm. No. <laughs> Thanks for investing. I but can, people do that. That's I them. cannot. That's See, I have done that in an emergency. I'm very which lucky. Is fine. My, head, yeah. my headset is wireless, so I can still listen and give input during the emergency. If I need to go away and do something like make a cup of tea, I will make sure that, you know, everybody's going at the same time. I won't just walk off. (laughs) Yeah, but see you later. (laughs) Yeah, bye. I have at times when I've needed to look something up, in one of my books, I have gone, ah, oh, well, guys, I'm just going to grab this book and I've zipped off. And, you know, obviously, wireless headset, listening in, still going on with it, looking for this book. Yeah. But again, that's like a, that's a minor emergency. But 
Mm. I can't be dealing with like, I can't be dealing with people just getting up and disappearing. And we're looking at the thing like, what, where are you? Without warning. Yeah. That, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That bugs me. That could be distracting. Yeah. That could be very yeah. distracting. But yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, is there, what, what else would you cover for preparing for sessions or stuff that you might need? Right. Is it different when you know that you've got this intense session coming up compared to like a chill session? Like, for me, when I know I've got a big epic fight coming, I will actually take more time to sort of prepare and get in there and think about what I want to do. I'll read through my character sheet to make sure I've got Mm -hmm. all the spells that I need. I'll look through my inventory to see if I've got anything interesting in there. And I'll just do that little bit extra. Like things that you might not, you know, necessarily think need doing all the time. Like I don't always double check my inventory to see what's in there because most of the time I know what's in there. Mm. It's just sometimes yeah. I have to double check. And I mean, that is, yeah, I, yeah, that's my big fight important. thing. Yeah, I do that. Like I'll, when I'll we, read... Don, Don. I was just to say when we were going in for the last session of Homebrew Havoc, mm. I actually spent part of the day before reading through everything in my character sheet. Like, okay, so because we were counting spell slots between us, weren't we? Like, right, so yeah. we've got these spell slots. What we had left. Yeah. Um, what's going to, okay, so, um, right, okay, yeah, yeah. And we've got these, and this is a, here's a theory. And that, for a big session, for like a, a big event, that becomes sort of like my prep. It can go on for days. Like, how am I going to do this? Yeah. Am I going to die today? Yeah, I mean, yes. I definitely... Yes, you are. <laughs> read my spells to make sure i've read it right so if i want to use it i know what it does i know what i've got it right and not like hang on i've misread that it's not going to do what i wanted it to do so i'll just double check the spells i've got yeah yeah there's a hint to players always read your spells yes exactly (laughs) because sometimes in the heat of the moment you can go i want to use that spell and then you go it then you actually read it and the dm will go what does that spell do again? Can you just tell me? And you're like, hang on. Oh no, I've read it, and it's not that actually doesn't. That's not what I want it to do, mm. or so it's you, not right, or I've misconstrued what it said. Yeah, see, that has happened to me mid session. It's happened. It actually happened, happened to, me. to me with Kiva um, when I was going to do something, but I actually misread whether it was an action or a bonus action, and when I went to uh, reference the spell just to make sure that I got it right because I'd still do that. You know, I've been playing yeah. for 20 odd years and I still reference my spell list. Um, I went, oh, crud, I can't do that because that's that's a bonus action and I've already used my bonus action. Um, right, okay. But because I'd read all my spells beforehand and I'd checked up on what was at what level, I had a backup already just in case. So that is a good reason to you know, read through your spells regularly. Make sure that you've got all the spells that you need and that you want. Yeah. Make sure I mean, that you for sure. You set yeah, up. yeah, exactly. Because some people have spell the spell cards. You can get there yes. if you or they'll reference, they'll write down like 
the spell, they have like a document that will say the spell, whether it's an action, bonus action, and things like that, so they can quickly refer to it if they need to, which I think is quite handy. But yeah, if you're yeah. a spellcaster and you want to make sure you're prepared for a big session, like um, Ailey just said, is is that sometimes essential? If that's your big gambit, that's your big thing. Say if you're a wizard, sorcerer, bard, warlock, and you're a major spellcaster, and you need to know what your spells do because you can't, it, you can go in unprepared, and it's and I wouldn't say it, it. It's kind of embarrassing to an extent because you can go like. I want to use this spell, and then you're like, "Oh shit, I haven't read it properly," and now I have to fumble to find <laughs> another spell. Feeling. Yeah, and you're like, yeah. "Fuck, I've just made myself look like a dick." Because I'm like, "Right, I want to use this spell, like uh, Thunder Wave," but then you've misread it because you think it, you know, because it comes from a cube and all that sort of stuff, and you think, "No, it just pushed everyone away from me." Blah blah blah. You're like, "Shit, I've not read that properly." So, yeah. So sometimes it's better to yeah. be prepared if you've got lots of spells you have to deal with especially a wizard or something like that. Yeah. It's also like getting, getting a couple of spells muddled up, like never mistake a firebolt for a fireball. Yeah. Um, Cause that can cause issues, <laughs> especially if your DM's finicky and goes with the first thing you say. So if you say I cast a fireball mm-hmm. and you meant firebolt, yep. Suddenly you're in trouble. Too late. You can't um, take it back now. Yeah, you can't take it back now. It's too late. You said it. You said it. I didn't um, mean firebolt. No, no. Too late. You said it. No, no, no. You said it now. Um, and then there's uh, there's thunder wave, and then there's the other one, uh, thunder, thunder clap. clap. Isn't there? Yeah. Um, yeah. And they're both uh, the area of effect is different for them, so you have to be careful that you know what you're doing there. So. Yeah. I will regularly sit down and flick through my spells before a game just to make sure I know what's what's what. Especially mm. if it's a big, like big bad of that arc kind of game. Do you ever like try and plan a strategy out? If you know like <laughs> who doesn't like Yeah. Well that's what I mean. Yeah. I mean if you're like going, All right, if I use that spell, then I can use that and then I can do this and then I can buff myself or anybody else with that and then like sort of like have like a flow chart of what you might potentially do. Right, so, do you know, my strategy for mm-hmm. the Jotun fight. Yeah. Boost up my fireflies, throw out as many bardic inspirations as I can, shove out a elemental empowerment dice and then make sure everybody stays in my aura. How did that turn out? You bastards all tried running out of my aura and away from me. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to buff you guys. God damn it. Stay in the aura. <laughs> Stay in the firefly. Yeah. Um, so, yes, the answer to that is yes. I do like to sit there and write down some strategies before a game and, you know, combinations of spells, like actions and bonus actions. Because um, sometimes you just you need to. You need to get it clear in your head. Okay, when this happens... I'm going to do this followed by this. Yeah. And I like to write down combinations of things. So like if you've got a bonus action, we'll take Kiva, for example, bonus action, song of the chorus, action, elemental empowerment on a person. Mm -hmm. That's two buffs immediately up. And then the next round I'm going to cast, I'm going to give a bardic inspiration as my bonus action. 
and I'm going to cast uh, whatever as my action kind of thing. Yeah. And yeah. I keep I keep doing it like that and trying to figure out what way works best. So it's I always find it's best to bring out the buffs first. Buffs and debuffs first, followed by attacks, because yeah. that's that's just what works for me. That's yeah, always worked for me. Preparing everybody, then you're making sure that yeah. they've got like an extra role or something to add to their role. There's yeah. going to be a session where I'm going to yell, "Steal my fucking fireflies, you pricks!" And, <laughs> um, yeah, well, love work, them. They just want to love you. Exactly. I mean, like, oh dear. For Hawthorne, my bonus action will invariably be to either Dodo or maybe even Cadis or yourself will be Shield of Faith, so you're going to get a plus two. I'll probably do that every single time at the start of a combat. Like, right, you've got plus two, you're sorted for the moment. Now I can cast like a, I'll go a Guiding Bolt or I'll go uh, a Spiritual Weapon or something like that. I mean, I've even, I've even gone down to something like uh spirit guardians or a i haven't used what was the last one i haven't um there's the one that's just i think it's spirit guardians is it let's have a look yeah no spirit guardians yeah that one where you've just got like stuff continuously flowing around you oh that yes stuff as well which is yes that's always a good one to have so they're the sort of things i'll probably as as a cleric it's always like right if i can buff one of you to improve your ac I can do some damage, but also I'm not. I can heal at the same time as well because I'm not going to charge in. Very rarely that I'll actually get to use my mace at all. So I always prepare yeah. stuff I can do at a distance if I need to, like the guiding bolt or the word of radiance or stuff like that. So that's sometimes how yeah. I look at it. Like going right, that's what I'm going to prepare because you know you're going to need some heals at some point, aren't you? Yeah. So do you actually mm. prepare strategies for yourself going in then? Or do you work um, that out on the on the fly? Depends what character I'm playing. If I'm playing a more martial character, like a fighter or a barbarian or a rogue, then there's more like I want to get into combat as quickly as possible, maybe try and tie them up as quickly as possible. So if I'm playing like a barbarian, it's rage and it's straight there to try and keep them in my sort of area of of um, melee. So yeah. I can at least tie them down. What everyone else does, that's their choice. But I will, if I'm playing a martial character, I want to either keep them in combat. If there's more than one enemy, at least keep one of them in combat, grapple them, you know, keep them. So if they leave, my, leave me, I get attacks of opportunity and things like that. That's the sort of thing yeah. I'd want to do if I was playing a more martial character, I think, is just trying to hinder as much as I can. Um, <laughs> if I was just more be of a spellcaster, in the <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, basically. Yeah, <laughs> if there's like a... I think I played uh, an Eldritch Knight fighter once. We were in a dungeon, and there was like... There was trolls, there was wolves, there was orcs coming. But because I'd placed myself at like a choke point, I'd stopped the trolls getting down the corridor to the rest of the party with the fighting off the orcs. So I was holding the wolves and stuff at bay with my glaives. I had a glaive, um, like yeah. attacking them and just doing that sort of stuff. They couldn't get past me to get to the rest of the party. They were trying to hold their own behind me. So I managed to 
use that as a good opportunity. And again, that's because I was like, right, he's a big half orc. He's got a glaive. He's got a good ten uh, foot reach or whatever that their glaive has. I can't remember specifically. Yeah. So, so I can at least foot, keep, yeah. keep them with yeah, about ten foot. So I can keep them within my range. And you know, if if they try to get away, I've still got enough range to keep them um, to get an attack of opportunity and things like that. So that's how I prepared that fight because that was like we were pretty we were getting ground down pretty quick. So yeah. thankfully that was like kind of saved. I mean, eventually the trolls broke through because I got enough damage and stuff. I was, I got, I think I got shoved out of the way or whatever it was. I think it was a contested strength and I failed. So eventually I, I couldn't hold it any longer, but I managed to hold them off as long as I possibly could, which was helpful to the party. But I think yeah. that's the sort of thing. And what about you? Do you tend to do that sort of thing as well? Do you look at strategies like that or when you prepare for a big like session like that? Um, I, often find that I will think of a few ideas in my head sort of mm-hmm. a few days before the session. Yeah. But I don't I don't necessarily go in with a specific idea in mind. I'll I'll maybe write down a few. Yeah. I'll put down some thoughts. Okay, if this happens I'll I'll do this or if this happens then I'll do that. Yeah. But I very rarely go in with a very set idea. No. Mostly because I I like to know what everyone else, you know, is doing first, especially if I don't know what initiative is. So if if we don't know what the initiative is at the time, I won't necessarily go in with a set plan, but I'll come up with a few different strategies so okay well if i go high up on the order then this will happen if i'm low on the order then i'll do this this and this yeah kind of thing yeah and i think it's also good and this is something that i know our fellow homebrook homebrew havoc player tony agrees with is being later on in the initiative order because you have more time to prepare and plan you can sit back and watch See, I don't mind. I, When I create a character, I have this idea of how they'll react if they're first off the block. So what will be, mm-hmm. you know, what is going to be their big thing? So when Kiva is first up, her immediate reaction is always to pump the fireflies. That's not going to, that's not going to change. She's always no. going to pump those fireflies. Um, her second If she's top of the order, her second thing is then, okay, where's the current weakest member? Buff them. That's, I I try not to, if I'm high on the order, first round of combat, I almost never engage directly with the enemy. It's always buff, 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 get the buffs in. So if I was, for example, a wizard, my focus is immediately on crowd control. Okay, yes. I'm high up on the order. What can I do to crowd control? Bang, there we go. They're, they're controlled, or at least some of them are controlled. So if I'm lower down on the order, it very much depends on what everyone else has done as to what I'm going to do. So I actually find first round of combat going first is easier for me. 
Yeah. Because I can, I have this idea. All right. If I start combat, I know what I'm going to do. Whereas if I don't start the combat, it depends entirely on what everyone else does. Okay. So I have to have like six or seven different things that I could do Mm. in any situation. So when I prepare for a session, I always have, okay, here's what I will do if I'm first in combat. And here are the 12 million things that I could do if I'm not. (laughs) It becomes a bit of a a mare. So, yeah, while I do agree that, yeah, you get more time to sort of think about what you want to do, I think actually as well, the lower you are in the combat, the more you have to take into account what everyone else has done before you. You can't just say to yourself, right, I'm going to cast Fireball and actually – the fighters moved into melee in the area that you were going to cast you've got to change your plan then or you can go ahead with your plan and just <laughs> flame your own fighter you know? i've heard of people who've just gone i want a fireball so i'm gonna fireball and that's crazy yeah. to me but that's a story for another time um, <laughs> yeah it's like no my You're plan like, is to fireball and i'm sticking no. with it good luck guys yeah. i can't be doing that no i have i i plan a thing for if I'm high in the combat, mm-hmm. one thing that will always happen if she's high or first in combat. So that's the buffing. So Kiva will always buff on her yeah. uh, first high round. So if she's first, she will buff. But if she's lower in the combat, then I won't make any solid decisions until I know what everyone else has done. I mean, yeah, I mean, I've done that where you just depend on where, which way the fight's going depends on what you plan to do. Because if you're yeah. like, you've got the, the character that buffs a lot, you could be like, right, I'm doing some offensive stuff and now, okay, we're on the back foot a bit. I need to start buffing people. So that changes my strategy totally. So I get that, yeah. That's, that's, yeah. that's, that's fair. But that's why I always prepare beforehand. Like, I know exactly the combination of things that she's going to do. Mm. in certain situations i prepare those ahead of time like okay if this happens here's a combination of things that i can do like if the cleric goes down what what has kiva got to to get them back up oh well yeah she's got healing word i think it is yeah healing word. yeah <laughs> yeah she's got healing word so as long as you're within 60 feet of me i can pump a healing word in and that's fine mm-hmm. and if oh if if the creature is uh, a certain resistant to a certain type of damage, I would use say the elemental empowerment to give you its opposing damage, so that it's not <laughs> not, yeah, yeah, not resistant yeah, to it. <laughs> um, so th- those kinds of things, I I plan hmm. those things ahead. I have a little book where I've got all these thoughts of combinations of things that can be done in any given situation. And I have that sort not like with me, with me, it's not like right in front of me, but it is sort of within a reaching distance in case I need it. But that's not necessarily stuff that I do before a session. That's just stuff that I think about while I'm trying to sleep at night. (laughs) I'm just there in bed trying to go to sleep and like, Uh, no, no. How is this going to impact the next session? How can I think about it? If I were to do this, Followed by this, what would, would be that the be effect? What would be the outcome? It really is. It's like yeah. freaking. I can't get it out of my head. I'm 
Yeah. If I have all these weird thoughts, I have to break them down. Mm. I mean, like like you said there with the uh, with everything there. Would you? Because um, I was just thinking then. Because what I tend to do is I always make sure I've got a third level spell slot for revivify. I will use all my spell slots. That one of my strat plans that I do is like whatever happens, keep that third level spell slot because you don't know what's going to happen. So I'll use, I'll burn ones, I'll burn twos, I'll burn fours and fives, and maybe a couple of thirds. But as long, I will always keep that one third level spell slot for revivify, just in case. See, I think, I think again. That depends, because for Kiva in particular, a lot of her spells can be upcast, so it's not a big deal. Uh, if yeah, you know, I as long as I've got a spell slot of that or higher for healing or whatever, it's not really a big deal. So I don't mind busting out. A fifth level spell on a on a healing on a healing spell upcast cure wounds or whatever. Yeah, if that's if that's all I can do, if that's what needs to happen, then yeah, I'll do it. I'll I'll burn that. I'll do it. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily hold back certain slots for certain spells, but again, I'm not playing a cleric character, so I don't really have to think about that kind of thing. Looking at Kiva's spell you're list, you're going to need the badger to bring you back to life if you need it. He's going to have to be uh, there. Yeah, <laughs> he's going to have to be there. You better not be leaving me, Badger Boy. Uh, I'm just looking at all of these. I've got one, two, three, four, five, six. I have under my sixth level spells. Seven of them are upcast. Okay. And four of those are upcast from first level. So actually, I've actually got quite a lot of first level spells and then everything else, I've only got like two or three after that. (laughs) I've noticed with bars. Have you, you haven't used something like cutting words, have you? Do you have that? Uh, I do not have cutting words. You don't? I thought that was a bar feature. Um, No, it depends on... College. The, the college. Oh, okay, that's fine. Yeah, I was going to say like. I'm pretty sure cutting words is a college of eloquence. Ah, okay. See, but I have used dissonant whispers. Yes, which that's is fun. An always go to. Yeah, always have that. I, I, I need. I haven't played a bard. I need to play a bard. I think. I need to play. Yeah, lots but of you classes. also need to play a pack. Yeah, you need. To- <laughs> There's a lot of classes I want to play. A lot of classes I want to play. I always yeah. do this. I always do this where I'm like, "Ooh, I want to play this now," and "Ooh, I want to play that now." Um, yeah, I'll get around to it. But the Paladins yeah. high on yeah. my list, as we've discussed before. Check out our talking class episode of Paladins, where we discuss that in depth. Go check it out. It's mostly <laughs> it's mostly just me ranting. <laughs> but it's, it's a <laughs> convincing like- rant. That's the thing. If you like listening to me rant, then go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, paladins, I'm going to reiterate once again for the people at the back, a paladin does not have to be a religious zealot. Exactly. They can be evil. Whatever they can you want be Thanos. Yeah, exactly. Um, Thanos is a paladin. I will stand by that. 
I stand on that hill until the day I die. Right. So the day um, I die. But yeah. <laughs> as preparing for I actually for sessions, convinced my husband of that. Really? <laughs> well, you know, that's a convincing argument. As I said, go listen to yeah. that episode and you will hear more about this because that was a compelling argument. And I was so convinced. I'm like, now I'm thinking about different types of paladins that are non-religious. Yeah. I, I like the idea. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, preparing for sessions, I think we've covered a wide spectrum of like stuff you want to do stuff you outside of the game as well as stuff you're in game you're doing as well stuff that you should do but don't and stuff you should do but don't tech Tech checks tech check but again that's (laughs) it you know some people just don't have the time or i just no i just can't be bothered can't be bothered i was trying to be trying to be uh, you know sort of diplomatic no don't no no no, say it as it is. Don't sugarcoat it, mate. Can't I can't be bothered. <laughs> can't be asked. <laughs> I can't be asked with it. It's too much fanning around. I'd rather yeah. be sat chilling, listening to music and um, birdsong. Thank yeah. you. Uh, that, that's I'm getting fair. stressed. You know, I'm getting stressed to... because my cable's wonky. Exactly, <laughs> listening to Enya and Clenad as you get into yeah, why not? character. <laughs> Keep. <laughs> But, um, it's naughty. I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. I listened to. I mean, I, the pre- previous session to get into like the, the battle with Hawthorne Stabner. I was listening to Return of the Mac. <laughs> Do you know that old song uh, from the nineties, Mark Morrison? That's really <laughs> random. Yeah, I don't know why. I, just, I was like, I want to listen to this why? one before the session. So, no idea. That's yeah. really bizarre. Yeah, I no. Know. I if I was like, going to. I have a, I have something that I'm gonna play to myself for like the epic Kiva's epic battle. Mm. I have it in my head already. I know exactly what it's gonna be. It's yeah. wonderful. I love it so much. Yeah. It's by a it's by a group called Albanac, mm-hmm. and uh, it is a rendition of the Gale, which is okay. from Last of the Mohicans. Oh, okay, yep. And their rendition of it is. Fabulous! It's got this beautiful, beautiful set of drums and the bagpipes, and they've got all of this sort of like the battle cry kind of sound effects going on. It's great. I love it. I'll link it somewhere. It's amazing. Yeah. Go and listen. It's fabulous. Check it out. Great. Yeah. Cool. On YouTube. Find it on YouTube. Uh, on YouTube. Find it on the tube. Yeah. On the tube of you. The, on the that's the tube of you. Sounds like it sounds like so, a disease now. Yeah. <laughs> and I think on that note, um we'll end that episode there on a, <laughs> I just choked my tea. As, as <laughs> Ailey inhales tea. Um yeah, no, thank you for joining us once again and hopefully this has been helpful to you as we discuss some of our uh superstitions and little quirks we do to prepare for sessions, as well as stuff we get into sessions as well. Mm. But um yeah. And- if you can share with us as well your quirks, your superstitions, we'd love to hear about them. Um, mainly because it makes me feel less dumb when I know other people do the same thing <laughs> as as me. Because um, I constantly, am I weird for doing this? The yeah. answer, folks, is no. You're not. You have at least two kobolds here that, uh, that, that do all weird this stuff as well. Weird and wonderful stuff. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah. catch us on our social medias. They're out there somewhere. Um, go check out the two kobolds um, social media on Twitter, 
Um, all the links are in there. And yeah, go check us out on Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcast. We're out there somewhere. So get it while you can. As I said at the start of this podcast, the most must listen to TTRPG podcast you'll ever set your ears upon. Um, it's a bold statement. It's a big statement, but oh, God damn it, I stand it, by it. <laughs> it really is a bold statement. What's got that? What's got you that confident? You I know? just, you know, I'm where's coming this, at it. With, this, I'm just coming at it with some sort yes. of confidence. I've got to be confident yes. in something. Well, so, I suppose. Uh, why not? Why the hell not? Okay. <laughs> why not? Um, anyway, folks, you can also find myself and Shiv on the interwebs at IO Shiv and at Illyria Payne. Mm-hmm. Go. Find us. We we talk crap mostly. Not going to lie, we talk and, a lot of crap. And I believe badges. We are back this Thursday with another episode of Homebrew Havoc. We had a week off, so come find us at the Ampersand D Twenty Twitch channel on Thursday at seven thirty PM British Standard Time or Summertime, whichever. No, it's not. And it's British Summertime. It's BST. British Summertime. That's it. British Summertime. I always forget it was CST. With Central Standard Time with the Americans. Yeah. Um, don't, British summertime. Um, yeah, where you can see Hawthorne and Kiva get up to shenanigans and all sorts of weird stuff. Because I think now we're going into a bit of a deep dive with Dodo, so I'm interested to see what that Is he happens. actually going to apologise, though? Is he ever going to actually apologise? Or is he just well, going to continue being a big badgery dick? Or is he going to do that thing that most people do? <laughs> just brush over it like it's never happened. And we're okay again now. <laughs> Find out wow. on Thursday. Find out. We'll see. Is he just going to do that out. thing that some men do and just don't acknowledge that you're wrong? Just, just push over it. Like, we're friends again, right? We're cool. Yeah, we're cool. <laughs> we shall see. But, um, yes, well. thank you for listening and yes. catch you next time. Bye bye. Take care. Bye bye.